welcome back to our part pod podcast, Aardvark and Dunn. My name is Devin, and with me, as always, is Tyler the Peppy Cook. Oh yeah. Hey Here Tyler, how you, how you doing today? I'm feeling pretty good. Well, for those of you who may or may not know, is today is Peppy's birthday. Well, well technically as of recording. Day after. It's literally about an hour and 23 minutes after Peppy's birthday. This is a very late night podcast. Because we're feeling good enough to podcast. Good enough to podcast. Peppy, Peppy tell, me, tell me about your evening. Why, why are we good enough to podcast? Uh, well, I had quite a few beers and some really sour whiskey drink that I didn't ask for. And I'm feeling sociable. 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 So what, did, what all did you do here in Portland, Oregon for your birthday? So, I went to Burnside Brewery, where uh got to relive the dream of drinking their very spicy but satisfying sweet heat. And the sweet heat? Tell me about the sweet heat a little bit more. I don't know. It's too spicy, and then there's something that just makes you come back for more. It, it curbs that spiciness. What is, what, is, what, what is the sweet heat? What's, what's in that sweet heat? Uh, oh my god, some Jamaican pepper. Jamaican me crazy pepper. Jamaican you crazy pepper. And, and what's the sweet in the sweet heat? Apricot puree. Puree <laughs> apricot. Yeah, that's what it's like. We used to make puree food when we were there. Yeah, like, no, that's actually over... whatever. Yeah. Like, whenever I see puree, I think about it. We just... used to, both, both, for those of you at home that do not know, is Peppy and I both used to work at a care center for elderly people. And we would have to, I think we were both the same job, right? Just just about two years right apart, right? And we both just served like hot food. Yeah. Yeah, jumped and, around. Yeah, steward and, and whatnot. Yeah, 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 and like, yeah, they're, they're, like, they're, like, like, serve puree food, which is like the nastiest shit. Like, it's 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 not good food. Like, it doesn't Best look good. Best way to make twenty bucks, though. It was. <laughs> Do you never got dared to eat pureed food for twenty bucks? Never, never was that dared. Oh man, food. I did. I did it, and it was really mushy. But I got twenty bucks. Honestly, like, I mean, if I get the point in my life where I have to eat pureed food, I may just give up. I, yeah, I agree. I, I wasn't at the point that I had to eat puree food. I was doing it for a sport. It's for like money. the gladiator of the Did you the get paid Kirsten. out for that? Did you get paid out for that? Yeah. You know who it was? that uh, Matthew guy. Did you ever work Matthew. with him? Yeah, I, I worked with Matt. Yeah, yeah I hated I him. So Matt... Oh, damn. God, okay, yeah, yeah. We're every, good. We're every, good. Oh, that, that is, Jesus you Christ. You literally All professional. two phones go. Like your phone and your computer go up. I, I brought nothing. I prepared yeah. not at all for this podcast. Okay. You just blew up. It's the second time. Second, It is my birthday. Then. So we've tried this podcast three times now. The first time, your phone went off. The second time, my mic was fucked up. Excuse my language. <laughs> oh. The, uh, post, post edit that. My mic yeah. is messed up. Third time. <laughs> this time here, you did it again, but on two platforms, you had two your phone It was one by one. Um, yeah, I mean, I didn't think we were going to spoil the missed podcast. You know, we were going to have a podcast already two weeks ago, if that. Oh, yeah. No, no. It was... It was, just it was threw it, me it was, under the bus. It was really in time. Like, we had a great podcast for it was good like honestly like it was better than our first podcast i don't know i didn't have the art of working done i don't think we can top that well what was fun about our first podcast <laughs> is we talked about how like we came to terms with the art of working done and how we 
we discussed our bark and dumb within like the first like one minute and fifty <laughs> seconds of our first podcast yeah. and it became the name. And we had a whole back and forth about that and it was very interesting and we kind of delved into that. However, lost to the archives. Yeah. That conversation's no more. We can't have we can't talk about our name anymore. Everybody knows we are Aardvark and Dunn. If you don't know what that means, you can go fuck yourself, I guess. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I don't, I don't Children care. Children are listening, probably. No, I think we established our audience. There's you mean enough. our parents and maybe like a few other people that <laughs> Pity downloaded it? Yeah, they're like, what are, what are these guys about? This sounds like a silly bunch. But I know my parents know that I cuss. They're probably cringing at the moment that I said, fuck those guys that don't care about our non-PG-ness. And I say, I'm sorry, parents. <laughs> you know what's you know, funny? It's like, probably our parents, like, we live we live in this, like, echo chamber of PC, PC-ness <laughs> in, in Oregon, where it's like, you you can't say weird, or weird, or, like, like backwards stuff on a podcast. But, like, our parents live, like, in Oregon, both of our parents, and then I know that, like, Ryan's dad, for example, is a, a, a staunch listener to 100% of our podcasts we put That's, out. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, thank you, Paul. Um, and and, and I, I'm sure he doesn't, he doesn't, he does not care the words that you use, I'm sure. Unless Florida's changed him, which I'm assuming, based on my knowledge of Florida, it has not. So, um, we tried a two-mic setup for our second podcast, and it was phenomenal. The the balance between Pep, Peppy and I was amazing. However, oh, okay. Peppy put in our intro music to start it off, and it cut my mic out. So we did an entire hour and a half podcast <laughs> yeah. with just Peppy's mic. Yeah, and it both came through. But it was not it's, good. It's not it was good. not good. If we if we ever have like. 20 podcasts or something maybe we'll we'll we'll, we'll <laughs> throw back it. to the yeah, second the, the lost mid, archives yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, so it's, it's i your, done messed up you, yeah it's all right it's all right man yeah accidents happen we're we're, we're learning. learning yeah we're figuring it out as yeah. we go along um we, we disagreed so i don't know we can have that conflict we're gonna have to change subjects yeah no absolutely so <laughs> we, let's move on like what do you Hey, what do you what have you been up to lately? What is, what's your life about? Ah, uh, man. Um, I just was in Fernie, Canada. Fernie. Tell me about Fernie. What the hell is Fernie? And why do I care? Yeah, um, Fernie is a ski, ski resort town. Very small town. It has three bars. No, four bars. Three and a half bars. And what's the population of Fernie? I, I assume it fluctuates. There's like 10 people in the summer and then like it <laughs> grows by 100% in the Just, winter. You know, we're, we're waiting for that snow to fall, eh? 10 <laughs> people in the summer and then 20 people during the winter. And it's yeah. like, it's like, oh yeah, we, get, we got tourist season coming up here. And <laughs> it's like you just call your cousin to come up and take care of the tourist season. It's, yeah, you get your family up there. But um, I don't know. I So I went, how I found Fernie, I went up there with my good friend Carson in the summer because we're really bored in Montana, I guess. And we're like, well, let's go check out what's going on in Canada. Went to uh, up the Kalispell border, which is uh, Tobacco Range. 
Up in northern, north, northwestern Montana. Yeah, right past Eureka, if any of you really care. Probably not. But, uh, so we went into Canada. Tour. We were going camp there. Went to Fernie. There was three bars in the town that were open. There's nothing so to do. So you went during the summer? Or? Yeah, in the summer, which I guess mountain biking is really big in Fernie because it's a ski hill. Yeah, most ski towns are like that. Yeah, but not popular enough for us to know that there was mountain biking or for us to even try it. And uh, so we went to a Canadian town to the west called Kimberly. There was one bar that gave us unlimited amount of hot wings for 10 bucks that's dope it was pretty dope i would live in kimberly it, it was quite the deal we went to town on some hot wings and then we asked the bartender what's next what's next for kimberly she tells us it's a strip club so wait, wait, wait. kimberly <laughs> itself is real. so everybody like at the end of the day like they, they, they serve after all their wings, wings yeah and, like everybody like the unattractive people come and it's like the entire town turns into a strip club yeah, you just go to the strip club after that like after you experience the how many people live in kimberly i have no clue you should pick up the google okay okay Kim, kimberly. as i'm talking about this um yeah so we go to the shrimp club and there's a $5 cover fee, and we d- decide not to. Kimberly, Canada. Yeah, yeah. It was, we ended up not doing the strip club just because it seemed dead already. Another reason why he didn't do the strip club is because they're immoral and wrong, and nobody <laughs> would ever go to such a thing. I, have you heard about Canadian strip clubs, though? Never. No, I have no... Wait, wait, we, they have Looney and Toonies, right? Yeah. Like, so how does that work? And you get... So... I haven't gone to a Canadian strip club. I've only been to the American ones. It was you've never been to an American. I, I have. He's never been to a strip club. <laughs> I have. However, so how does like the Looney and Toonie strip club work? So through the woodwork, I've heard that you get to toss Looney and Toonies at strippers. No, you don't. No, you don't. Because like I made jokes about like going to like a strip club with like a fistful of quarters. I'm like I'm gonna make a hail and just huck them at the stripper. But like obviously I'm not gonna throw coins. At no, the you. It's but instead of it being like a fraction of a dollar, you actually have dollar and two dollar coins. It's a whole different ball game. So they want to be pelted with these. Coins. <laughs> I don't think pelted, but. So what I hear is that they uh, make a little nice funnel around their attractive regions. I don't believe it. The genitalia? I don't believe yeah, it. You're, yeah, somebody genitalia. lied to you. Somebody it, lied to you. Okay, well, this is what I hear. And then you, it's like a carnival game. Like, number one reason I ever go to a strip club is for the games. Canada has that, from what I hear. But uh, back to the population. Total population of Kimberly. <laughs> 7,240. So what you're saying is that bartender's daughter worked at the strip club that evening, so he just goes home and she comes over to take over the night. What actually happens is that the bartender is like, hey, my daughter's working over at the strip club. Go check her out. She's pretty good, I hear. I wouldn't I know. I, I I'm in Kimberly of 7,000 people. I mean, I, I, I'm like on a high horse, but we grew up in a town of like sub 10,000, like 9,000 people nowadays, right? Like it's yeah. a small town. Yeah. So it's like Haver, Montana, smaller than Haver, having a strip club. Could you imagine? How they have the strip club though. We don't have a strip club. Yeah, they they put it in the Eagles. Yeah, they, 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 it's God, even less classy. Plug yourself together. Anyway, <laughs> no. So there's there's a strip club 
and have her. It's not but even a they, strip club. We're import, not good enough for that. They import their strippers. They're not from Haver. Mm, oh, okay. I doubt it. I no, doubt no, it. No, it's no, like no, amateur no, night every no, no, night. No, you have you have what is it? Te- not teasers. God damn it. That's uh. It's also the T. It's on the it's on the north side, um, of of uh, 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 Haver. Teasers sounds like a good name. Teasers is in Bozeman. Um. The tippet. Temptation. The tippet is that right? The oh yeah, yeah. You the tippet, and like they would have like they would they would have like amateur traveling night? strippers come by. True. Traveling strippers. Yeah, they would have they they would they would, they would book traveling strippers. So it wasn't actually like haver talent. It was people that like couldn't make it in a normal strip club. So they they're traveling the middle of nowhere, Montana. The true nomad of the twenty first century is the stripper. Nomad. Stripping nomad, which. Which is messed up. I hope I hope for us PC, our PC listeners that we had some form of um, male um, stripping nomad. However, it's my understanding. That's not okay with Afro. <laughs> All the people that I have ever met that has come out of the closet from Haver have come out of the closet in Missoula. Oh, yeah, it's Haver, Montana. You yeah, you can't do that. You can't be openly anything in Haver, Montana. Unless you're farming or... <laughs> Bashing on something yeah, that's right, not the right, majority. Yeah. Okay, yeah, this is getting dark. So, uh, <laughs> who were you even talking about? So, strip clubs. You're in strip club with Fernie. Fernie population. Uh, no, I, I didn't. Yeah, so we ended up not going to Fernie strip club. Um, so yeah, there was no. It was Kimberly strip club. That's How an, far away is the next biggest town from Kimberly? Like our wife, <sighs> or mileage, or kilometers. I have a great story about that too. Yeah, I'm going to speed through this. So, um, yeah, it ended speed up not like a hundred miles per hour or like six kilometers. kilometers like yeah. no, come on, sixty kilometers is weak sauce. That's like what fifteen miles an oh, hour. Oh, so no, no, it's like a, I fucking. Where's my fact checker? She's sleeping. God. Yeah. Um. Anyways, I'm going to go uh two hundred kilometers per hour. Two hundred kilometers. That, that is not a hundred. That's far more than a hundred. That's. Yeah, it's a little bit more than 100 miles per hour. Like, okay, I had, so, I'm only, I'm only just, whatever, whatever. You're no just, strip club in Kimberly. You're moving on. Yeah, no strip club in Kimberly. Um, went to Fernie, had a great time. It was great snow. Was at a bar. Snow during the summer. No, this, I'm moving past that. Like, this summer in Canada apparently sucks. <laughs> like, that's all I can get. Wait, wait, wait. It. So, you guys, you guys went. Hold on, let me. We were going camp. It sucked too much. I'm trying to catch up. Okay. I'm trying to catch our viewers up. So you went. You went to Canada. Back in the day, yeah. First time. Your first time in Canada, you went to go camp, but camping sucks. So you you actually camped in. No. We ended up coming back at like 2 in the morning because we could not find anywhere that was great enough. (laughs) So you went to Fernie, Canada, to camp, and you didn't find anywhere good enough to camp. Yeah. So you, how far is Fernie from 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 Haver? From I didn't go oh, from Haver. Kalispell. It's about two hours, and then oh, that's, it that's was a, two and a half hours to like Kimberly because we spent some time, drank a little bit in Fernie, then went to Kimberly. Seems so like we asked the people at Fernie, the bartenders, whatnot, what's good here, and they're like, well, we have three bars. This is more of a ski resort town. You fucked up. So we're like, okay, what's the next great place? And they're like, Kimberly, they have a strip club. <laughs> so we went to this wing bar, had wings, and then they're like, you need to go to strip club. We end up going to the strip strip club front door. They're like, you need five dollars to get in here. I'm like, fuck that. This is Kimberly, Canada. 
there's 7,000 people here. We didn't know this fact back in the day, but we knew. We knew it was we were better than this $5 cover fee. So we ended up not going. And uh, so, yeah, that was our Canadian trip. We, like, crossed back, oh, fuck. crossed back from the border, coming back into America. They're like, you must have wood in your fucking Buick trunk. We're like, why the hell would we have wait, wood? Wait, 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 wood. Border Patrol? Yeah, Border Patrol. <laughs> Try and get back in America. We're smuggling goddamn maple wood. You look like you were smuggling I know, I know. I'm just in for the maple syrup, but they accuse us of smuggling in logs, so they had to strip search our car at 2 in the morning. I mean, I, I give it to them. I mean, at 2 defense, in the morning. Like, two like, grown-ass men coming back from the water. Two yeah, in the morning. Like, yeah, that's, what are you up to? Yeah, like, what are you doing? Smuggling wood, though? I got better things to do. I mean... Is that a profitable market? To you don't know. You don't smuggle know. What if, what if a Buick-sized like... trunk of wood. <laughs> That's when he had the car. Yeah. Uh, no, that was I was. Yeah, that was when uh, Carson had the car and yeah, he drove us. Small. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like so, like it's a small little Buick trunk and like so he. It's a profitable business, right? He so he goes. Into Canada, I guess so. He goes to Canada. He gets Canadian lumber and he comes back and he goes like just north of Missoula to like that law, a small little like uh, neighborhood right near Ice Swan, like that intersection there. You know what I'm talking about? That guy that like makes the uh, they make the grizzly bears, right? So he goes to that guy and he sells that guy like I don't know, like a stump to make a grizzly bear out of. But it's Canadian wood, which is important to him because like he's used his entire life. His dad, who was a a connoisseur and, and a crafter of grizzly bears out of wood, used Canadian lumber. But due to recent embargoes. He has to go through sketchy ways of bringing that lumber from Canada. College age boys. Exactly. That's the sketchy way he has to go <laughs> because of new lumber embargoes. So he's definitely has to do to continue on his family his tradition. tradition. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Okay. So that, that's what you're doing at two in the morning. Was you're <laughs> bringing that wood back. And, we ended and, up and getting that, cleared. In that border patrol's mind, <laughs> yeah. that's what you were doing. Fuck and he was guy. uncovering it, goddammit. Yeah. In rural... I'm going to get down... I'm going to get a promotion for this one. Rural Montana. He was busting through the lumber industry. He's got it. He... We got to keep this domestic. So, okay, hold on. I'm going to go on a little tangent really quick. So... We already went on one, but so, go so, ahead. So, 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 so... Ryan's ex-boyfriend worked for the TSA. Right. Oh, right. Okay. So, so Ryan's ex-boyfriend's kind of a piece of shit. Okay. And it's established. We don't like him. Um, some of us, but... some listeners might like him. However, I have been, I have been led. I don't like the dude. Did you meet so, him? No. Yeah, I did. I did. Um, I did meet him. Okay. But, You um, liked him? I, honestly, at the time, I did. Okay. But he was alright. But when I got, when I got to, when I got to, like, kind of unveil some things and get to really know him from, from Ryan's perspective. So there's a front. I, I didn't quite care for him. Um, anyways, so, so I was listening to Harmontown, actually, and he was talking about his, his time traveling through TSA and <laughs> how, how, how much he hates TSA and he was talking about how he had a digital pass to get through, but they're like, it didn't work. He's like, oh, so you don't have a physical one? He's like, no, because you told us you have a digital one. He's like, yeah, fuck TSA. And he's like, you stick to figuring out ISIS. I'll figure out how to get on a plane. It's like, fuck yourself. <laughs> and it's like, there's some solace and like some excitement to take from the fact that like, 
me versus the ex is like I, I I may work in politics and kind of in like a shitty field. However, his job TSA. is hated by everybody. Yeah, I'm not TSA. Uh, I, I may like, be shit, but I'm not that shit. Yeah, exactly. I, I may suck because I work politics. However, you suck more because you're TSA. So in my head, like TSA is a step below border. Well, well a huge step below border. Oh. Me. Like, I mean, honestly, Border Patrol does a really good job. I shouldn't really shit on that. Do but they, though? <laughs> honest, like, Border Patrol in Montana must really suck. But Border Patrol everywhere else, I feel, I feel like a really good job. they're just getting their kicks off in well, Montana. Well, what's interesting is that my... I have a friend that works... I have a friend that works Border Patrol in Montana. And okay. he initially worked Border Patrol on the Mexican border. And he said his entire day and everything kind of fucking sucked. It was... It was ter- it was terrible. Like yeah. like he, he he had to deal with a lot of crap. But a promotion came up after being there for a while and he ended up in Montana. He he described it as almost like retiring in the border patrol. Because you're not really doing anything but like checking teenagers going through the border, right? Yeah. He's what, it's like nineteen to get drunk in Canada. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's super close. So 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 he said that it's it's a lot easier and you have to have been there for a while, so it is almost like retiring. So I imagine that guy that was there in the morning, though he might have been trying to find some Canadian lumber, <laughs> was just bored out of his mind and he was like, You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna search the hell out of this Buick. Yeah. So and, um, are you done with your tangent? Oh, absolutely not. Okay. I'm sorry. I didn't even know where I was going with that. No, it's all good. You, I think you made your point. I don't know. But, uh... So, Viewers, you let me know in the comments below if I made my point. <laughs> yeah, we desperately are looking for feedback. Let us know what's working for you. We would love to hear it. Um, so, we went to Canada. Had a great time. The snow was fucking amazing. Just Inferny. Yeah, Inferny. So like, this, is, this last time. Oh, this is a few so weeks ago. you came back, you, you smuggled wood, and you went back to Fernie. <laughs> yeah, to get more wood. So you went back to Fernie. Yeah. Because we make a tradition out of it. Well, okay, so your first time going back to Fernie, why did you go back the first time? Okay, so the very first time we went to Fernie, we heard that was a ski resort town. Yeah, the very first time. So you, you, you left, you came back, you smuggled lumber, they didn't catch you, way <laughs> yeah. to go. And, and then they you went, checked everywhere in that car, just, they could not find it. <laughs> It was with. It was, it was like, under the seats, under by the, seats, the way. Sure. Border Patrol. Obviously, come on. So you were you you your first time you came back and you're going yeah. back there and it's your second time going to Canada. You're going specifically to in Burning. winter. Yeah, in yeah. winter to right. go snowboard this resort town. And so we go. The snow was really great. It was a huge hill. It has five snowballs in it. Blows my mind every time. So the snow. The snow, where it was big. Okay. We we talking like heavy snow, like wet snow. We heavy about wet snow, like powdery heavy wet snow is what we got the first time. It was it soaked us, but it was good. We spent the entire day exploring the mountain. The only drawback from that is that they didn't have nighttime snowboarding because we were not able to explore the entire mountain. We felt cheated. We spent like a hundred ten bucks to try to explore this mountain. We took a new run every fucking time we could. We ended up places that we didn't even know we could end up. I took a T-bar lift, which... Fuck T-bars. It's, I, I watched a skier go before me. I tried riding it like a skier did, and no. the, I, I wrecked. Yep. As like, if you don't know what I'm talking about, you're never going to understand it. Well, it's well, we, it's we, a we, personal so, hell so, of so, mine. So, 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 like, the T-bar... 
Basically, think of it like... A fish a, hook, that double-edged fish hook, and you put your light... So if you're a snowboard, you put snowboarder. Hold on, hold on. Okay. Break it down really quick. I'll, I'll, you expi- I'll, I'll explain skiing okay. for okay. You explain snowboarding. Okay. So, imagine a fishing hook, right, that comes up behind you, <laughs> right? And then you yeah. put your feet over where the hooks are. But it's instead of being hooked up, it's just a bar out. Yeah. And and it pulls you up and your feet are still on the ground and you hold on to the bar and it pulls you up. So as a like as a skier that makes a lot of sense. You and just it, sit on one edge of yeah. the hook. Yeah, you sit on one edge of the hook and you head on up. What is yeah. that like as a snowboarder, baby? So I'm gonna tell it from my perspective Absolutely. watching a skier do it first. So the skier kind of squats, grabs this hook, just around rams that right rams, up there. rams one of the sides up his, right up his rear and just goes up perfectly fine so it comes my turn around the guy at the bottom of this lift it's like he grabs the hook it's coming around and he's trying to put it in between my legs i'm like no i just saw the skier sit on it i'm going to, i'm going to sit on this and he's trying to get in between my legs i'm like no what are you doing so i i I don't. I think so I was the ski lift guy trying to help you. Yeah, you and I did not accept it because I knew what I was doing. I watched a skier go before me. I must have been drunk at the point because probably thinking about it, that guy at the lift was really just trying to help me, but I was not having it. So I try ramming this this one side of the hook up my butt like the skiers do. Did not work out. I ended up like getting twisted out and falling over. <laughs> he just like, what are you doing, dude? And so I tried again, and you just hook one side under your front leg. I don't, I don't even know why I'm being talking a, about this. Being a sm- snowboarder, you pull up that. It's weird because it's, you have you have your dominant leg, the one that's hooked up to your board, hooked in through this this T hook thing, right? And then it pulls yeah. you uphill while you're supposed to have your right foot just on the other board. As it's pulling yeah, on the other uphill. side, yeah. And you're supposed to like stay Keep balanced. balanced. It's yeah. so awkward. Oh, it's and especially worst. if there's shifts in the line, like oh, yeah. the rope that's tugging you along, and you're going to go is. all over like, the place. Yeah, it's there's never constant. Just goddamn skiers. Yeah, exactly. Some 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 kid, like some twelve year old fat goddamn kid, that's like skier. the first time going up like the, this fucking list lift. He gets to the very top and he's like, "I'm ready to do this," and then he falls over, and then like your day's ruined because you're a snowboarder. But he's this, this fucking fat fuck, and I should cut this out. This is terrible. <laughs> that kid that's doing the goddamn truffle shuffle. Yeah, he was like, I've got this. Then he falls and they have to stop the lift. I mean, it's really nice to blame that kid that can do the truffle shuffle. But, really but in reality, reality, you get to the top and you fall off. Yeah. Because you don't know how to get off. Yeah. Right? It was it was rough. T- but anyway, yeah, that T-bar. But uh, so we went to the ski hill the second time. We weren't able to discover all of it. We hit three of the five bowls at the end of the day. So then next year we did it again, hit the other two, still had a great time. Third year we tried it again, ended up not. And so they advertised they got. Two, it had to have been like thirty inches of snow, and we're like, yeah. Montana was getting shit for snow, so we're like. This is going to be the great year, the greatest, like... The, this is this year? No, no, this wasn't this year. This, it was going to be, like, the best snowboarding of the year because snow, Montana didn't get any snow either side, like Bozeman or Missoula, because usually they alternate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This year, it was dry all around. So we went up to Fernie, Canada, to hit this 30 inches of powder. 
So we get there. Concerningly, the town was completely dry. No snow <laughs> at all. And we're like, well, once we get make that, like, what, a 15-minute drive up to the hill, it's going to be great. We drive up to the hill, it's still, like, it's raining. It's oh. dirt, it's wet, and we're like, what the hell? We buy our tickets anyway. It's like, maybe if we go up the lift, it's going to get better. We ride up this lift. So the lift takes you up to the midway. You had to ride the lift back down to get to the bottom. This is the first time I've ever had to ride the lift back down. But it was so bad. So you ride up this lift, getting pelted with rain, get to the midway. There's snow. It's icy, but there's snow. The problem is you freeze because you're soaked with rain. Oh, my God. And that 30 inches of powder that they're advertising is at the peak, and it's blizzarding at the peak, so you can't go to the peak. So you get this shitty snow at the midway. We we power through it anyways. We rode the lift back down, soaking wet, frozen, whatever. It's at the bottom. I was wearing my favorite sweatshirt. And yeah, I was like, I was wearing light layers because it's raining. Yeah. Get to the middle and it all freezes. I'm fucking cold. It's all hell. Did you, did you ask for a refund or like? So we get to the bottom and they... At some point, they made an announcement. It's like, everyone's getting a 30% uh, discount on their tickets tonight, which was pretty good because, what, it was like 80 bucks for a full price, which full price in Canadian is 110 oh, American. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it was like 80 It was even less than that. I think it was like 60 bucks, something like that. It was okay. We had an okay time. But uh, this last time, so... We didn't go the last two years. We, or, I think it was the last year. No, two years. Two years. Yeah, that's right. Um, we ended up not going the last two years. Our last time going there was shit. But uh, we went this year. I did not look at the forecast. I didn't want to know that it was going to be that shitty condition. So I was like, I'm going to go in there blind. going to make it what it is. We get there. Snow, like... Getting into Canada, there's little snow is dusting. I was like, oh, this is going to be shit. We get to Fernie, there's snow everywhere. There's snow plows pushing snow everywhere. It's blizzarding at points. We're, it was great. I was super psyched. We were getting there first thing in the morning. Make it up to Fernie, and the snow was amazing. It did not stop it's falling. There is 16 inches on the ground. There was eight inches by the time we were done. It was best snow ever. It was, we had to beg for groomed runs. It was, I've never experienced that. You know, like, I don't want to talk about snowboarding forever. Yeah. But, like, our, my best year of snowboarding was the year that you and I lived The on first year in Bozeman. Yeah, yeah. That we and, lived in Bozeman and, together. And, and, like, you were, you were way better, a way better snowboarder than I was at the time. Um, probably, you probably saw her, but, like, at the time, you were, like, leagues better, and, uh, and we would go to Bridger every, every chance we got. Yeah. We, we lived together, so, like, you, like, we were, like, 15 minutes off the ski hill, so you yeah. wake me up, we wake each other up, and then we'd go, we'd go do that, and it was my best year of snowboarding. It was. By far, when it comes to snow, for sure, and then, like, my ability to learn as well. 
Um, because I also went to Big Sky for the Big Risky Resort in the area um, throughout that course of the year, and it was a good, really good time. Um, but after that, I lived in Bozeman for another four years and did not have a year that even compared with that. And that was a really good year. Like, yeah. It was hard to top. Would you, would you say that your time at Fernie was, like, on par, better, worse than that that, that year's, like, peak season? I, it was. It was quite... So, Bozeman, it had the bowl where, like, days it was fucking amazing. and yeah. But with uh, Bridger, you'd have the bowl that was really good, and the rest of it was... It was good, but it was not as good as the bowl. It wasn't yeah. as powdery, because... They would groom it and everything. Yeah. Like, they'd keep on top of it. Um, the entire ski hill of Fernie got so much snow that it was, like, that Bridger Bowl. And, like, it was... Everywhere was Bridger Bowl. You had the beginning runs, everything. It was just too much powder to handle. Running, like, muscles just dying. That was the worst part of it. Like, you're control leg the back leg of your snowboard like controlling your movements kind of it was just dead by the end of it i could i could talk to you about snowboarding yeah because I, I really want to hear what you you have to say about mount hood as well however i'm going to cut you off and we're going to move we're going to transition now to to our next topic which can either be Uh, or video games okay as yes one thing so i was saying i was i was going down a rabbit hole yeah Um, go go down that rabbit hole okay so we we did the whole snowboarding thing coming back from the border oh yeah yeah, i'm completing this circle so coming back from the border we got into canada no problem they asked us what we did i was like i'm a residential counselor Carson was like, I go to school. I'm like, okay, cool, come to this Canada. This last time? Yeah, this is the last time. They're like, cool, come to Canada. Do do your shit. Okay, we did our shit. They asked us what we were doing. We're like, we're snowboarding. That makes sense. Okay, yeah, we have resorts. That makes sense. Coming back from Canada, it was, we came back, we got to the border about 8 a.m. Uh-huh. Trying to make time. I had to make it back to Portland from Canada. It was a what, 14-hour drive? Yeah. I needed to make it, like, at some point, decently. So, 8 a.m., we come back, and the guy is just hammering us on questions, telling us to speak up, very firm tone of voice. I wasn't happy. Like, whenever somebody's very firm with me, I just kind of, like, fuck you. I don't want to talk. Like, you're being a piece of shit. We'll have Rob on next week to tell us more about that. (laughs) (laughs) It, it triggers me, honestly. If anything were to trigger me, it would be, like, somebody to firmly tell me, like, you need to speak up. And I'm like, oh, that's... Like, I, I don't even know what it is. But, like, I get defensive at that point. So this guy's telling... Carson's answering all the questions, and then he asks me, like, what do you do? I'm like, I'm a residential counselor. He's like, what does that involve? I'm like, I'm a counselor for residents and a group home like i'm trying not to be an asshole like, why do you why do you fucking need to know yeah. i'm a u.s citizen yeah I'm exactly home exactly like, I'm, like, I'm a resident so like counselor. Uh, this, this, counselor this is what this is what i'm do. correcting what the youth of your country fucking, like what is that even like why is that important to you like, exactly check check my fucking vehicle like i'm coming 
back to my country. <laughs> Here's my passport that you made me suffer through. Yep. As you made sure and you combed through my information and you allowed me to leave this god fucking country. And like coming back. It wasn't like, him. It was the Canadians I, allowed I, us. I, I know the Canadians allowed us to leave, but like, come on. Like, I get you're looking for like Osama bin Laden. Like, I know he's dead, but hypothetically, ISIS Osama bin Laden coming back through the Canadian border. But like, but for fuck's sake, man. Uh, yeah. Like, look at the like if your document. If your document, like, for example, a passport, is so bad and the fact that you have to question what the hell a residential counselor is and, like, need somebody to elaborate, did that, did that border patrol even, like, understand? When you're like, you're like, what does that even mean? Oh, well, this is what I do. Well, uh, well I don't know what the fuck that means. Yeah. Like, what are you talking about? Like, how does that help? It gets better. It go gets ahead. better. Please, go okay. ahead. That, it's, it's so fucking, that's he, so messed up. Yeah, no, it gets even more messed up. So he asked me what a residential counselor is, and I answer him. Then he asked Carson what he does. He's like, I'm a student. What no, do you, you study? You run a drugs, man. You're <laughs> no, a student of drugs It's running. better. It gets better. So he asked, what, what do you study? He's like, well, sustainable, agricultural, something, something or other. The guy pauses for a moment. What does that mean? <laughs> Farming. Like, like far. He just drops farming. Like, just kind of annoyed because this guy is like, sustainable crops, agriculture, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, what does that mean? And Carson's just like, it's farming. Like, if I want to bring it down to dumbass terms, it's farming. And the guy's like, all right. And then he points out a dried out rose on Carson's dashboard of his vehicle. And he said, where did you get that from? I brought it from America. And he says, you can't bring vegetation back. I like, I like the idea. I like the idea. It's that so this, fucked up. This this asshole like he, like, he just like, got burned and he's just mad. I like the idea that like Carson's like he 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 explains that he's working like sustainable agricultural and like he's he's doing yeah. that and like and then this guy is like you know that's sketchy as hell. <laughs> and you have Rose on your dashboard, so he goes and he goes back and he gets he gets to the office and he makes a phone call and he's calling, calling the supervisor. Nope. I, got this, I got this guy here. Um, ring, ring, ring. Yes, friends. I got this guy here, um, and he says he's working. He he's studying sustainable agricultural stuff. I'm really weirded out by the fact that he's bringing dried out vegetation over from the Canadian border. It's like you fucking you work in Montana. The chances are this kid isn't lying. And then you question this kid. You question this kid on, like, this... And he brought it from... What happened with that, like... And he didn't even take it. They searched the truck. We had to wait there for a good 30 minutes. And then they're like, you're good. We... You have a certain allowed amount of alcohol you can take. We had a fifth of alcohol that we proudly... Well, Carson proudly drank. I... I, I don't even think I drank much of it, like, but it was pretty much gone. It was enough to bust us on anything. Like, we did everything fair and square. It was, it was fair and square. Fair and square. It was fair and square. God. <laughs> There's a goddamn border patrol just hating. All did right. you get that flower? Yeah. Um, I brought it with me. Are you sure about that? 100%. <laughs> the Canadians didn't have any problems with it, like... Uh, I don't know. Like, like, that was the that was the whole thing. Like, and then driving, we were very cordial with the border patrol. We we're like, okay, we'll get along because we might get thrown in slammer. And driving away, we're like, fuck that guy, fuck that guy, fuck that guy, fuck that guy. What a piece of shit! What an asshole. The most freaky part about that is going into the 
border crossing the American side and seeing a fucking picture of Trump like right up, right next to two American flags. That was like the most surreal moment of me. I was like, you know, I could be thrown in the slammer for having a dried out rose because Trump's goddamn president right now. So, so what? <laughs> There's when, a ban when, on when, when, dried out roses. The, the, in the other side of that, the other side of that, like, I, and I have to like go to him. Like the other side of that is some, some guy crossing the border. And he's in his, like, truck and whatnot. And, like, they search the vehicle and they can't find anything. And he has, like, I don't know. Like, a long cylinder of, like, condensed ivory. Yeah. That would be <laughs> ivory of all black men. Being smuggled in. I'm going to make From music. Africa I'm going to make music boxes tonight. <laughs> like, that's what we're going to do with this. And we're going to sell it. But, like. Like, that's what, like, that's their big thing they're looking for. Yeah. And, like, I get that, like, and I'm sure they find it. I hope, I hope they find it. <laughs> like, with the, the amount of, like, when I, when I came back to America, flying from, I took Icelandic Air, like, they asked me a thousand questions in the, uh, O'Hare Airport in Chicago. <laughs> and the, there was a person, maybe, like, five people ahead of me who, I don't know, for whatever reason, they were, they, they just did not want to answer all the questions. Or, like, okay. they answered the questions, or oh, there's a police car up there, by the way, behind, in real life. Sorry, there's a cop car with their lights just drove by on the hill there. Oh, man. Ooh, things happened in our yeah, complex. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, no, like, so this guy comes in, and, like, there's, like, they were picking a fight with TSA, and I'm like, come on, it's not even a real cop. Like, yeah, just, just shut up. Give them the authority they like they demand and like move through like check your luggage and say your textbook answers like we all do and yeah just let us all get home but like you I guess just rants about them on the way back like, I, that's how you do I, it. I really want to know what happened with like my grandmother went through um, border patrol in Montana and she bought a lambskin figurine in her RV back in the day and they found it and they're like they you can't bring it. this back yeah. they just confiscate that, that that's it they just take it from you. It's so not in the, trouble or anything. Yeah, so when I was inside there, there was, like, mounts and stuff on the walls, and there was, uh, I don't even know what you call it, the, the, the texture stuff that whales use to capture plankton in their mouth, there was that. The, the netting of it? Or like, uh, the no. netting, I don't know what you call it, the I want to say Braille, but Email my producer if you know the answer to that. I yeah, know what you're talking our about. Our fact checker... Fact checker is www. I don't really give a shit. Yeah, but anyways, they had that, like... They were all displayed on the walls, and all I could think is... Those are things that they confiscated from people. <laughs> like You know what would just... be really cool here is this buffalo head <laughs> yeah. that somebody's, like, poached in Montana. Yeah. It's like, we got it. It's right here. But, yeah, that's, that's the whole thing. Like, they were just... Such fucking assholes. I talked to one of my night staff coworkers. He's this African French um, male who's told me he's never had a problem with border patrol, or like he goes to France all the time. Never has had a problem. He has been asked questions. He'll answer them fine. Like he just plugs away at the machine. But I don't know. I I, I feel like I'm getting off track. What's next? Oh, well, I think. I have no agenda ahead of me because we didn't plan for this. 
But we have two things we want to talk about. Um, video games, as always. Pause and pause. you have this box of voodoo... Voodoo... Voodoo donuts. Voodoo donuts. Voodoo donuts. Voodoo donuts. Those of you that do not know, Voodoo Donuts are a... It, it's a donut company here in Portland, Oregon. Did and some... their slogan is, The magic is in the hole. Uh, I got good things come in pink boxes. They're both. They're both. They're both. <laughs> um, and and basically, you come, to, you come to Portland, Oregon, and you'll see some fucking tourists walking around with this pink box all goddamn day because they went to Voodoo Donuts because there's a 20-minute line every time you go there, and they, they get donuts, and they're just holding on to them all day. But uh, we went to Voodoo Donuts this evening, and there's nobody there because Peppy's birthday. Yeah, Peppy really wanted Voodoo Donuts. And I wanted the full experience. And move the cake. Um, yeah, that's what that was. Yeah, yeah. So what's what's? what's uh, wait, hold up, hold up, I'm hold up, hold up. No, don't look. Did you see? I saw a little bit, but nothing. God damn it! Okay, I was going to make a speculation moment. Like, right. what do you? Okay, so what, I, saw, I I didn't see enough. I saw chocolate. I saw chocolate. That's it. Okay. So I had twelve dollars on me. Thank you, mom and dad. I spent the money you gave me for my birthday <laughs> on my birthday. It money well spent. I got twelve dollars worth of donuts. They is a dozen donuts for twelve dollars. When I was buying this, the guy's like, you know it's plain donuts. I said yes. Thinking like non frosted, I know they're frosted now, thanks a lot. No, <laughs> no, no, no. I, I, I told you that I did not say they're frosted. I saw frosted. I saw a chocolate donut. Yeah, that means they're frosted. I saw a singular chocolate donut. But anyways, so this guy is telling me they're basic donuts. I'm like, I understand. I have $12. Take my money. He's like... Hold on, hold on. You were building up this moment of, like, suspense. Like, you you literally had no idea what was in that box. I didn't. And then in this podcast, I opened it slightly <laughs> before you shut it. I, I took a glance. I, really I, I had no idea. But in the past There's two... There's chocolate donuts. You've been building this suspense forever, and now you know there is... A singular chocolate donut. Chocolate donut. Okay, so possibly this twelve dollar box has a singular chocolate donut <laughs> that we're going to fight over. <laughs> twelve dollar donut. But so yeah, this guy's raking me over the coals over like you know that it's the basic donuts, nothing fun. I'm like, he's like, he's like, he's like, he's like, he's like there's nothing fun you know, in this box of donuts. You know, like there's just basic donuts. Like a basic donut. There's there's no donuts for you that are. No no, there's no sprinkles. There's no body shapes. There's no. There's no voodoo. In your there's donut. no voodoo in your donut. Like, what are you? What are you doing with all these donuts? Like, what is your plan? Like, they're not. They're not. They're not special donuts by any means. You just look at you. You, you fucking slob with your <laughs> your slobby ass basic dozen donuts for a dollar each. Twelve dollar. Like, yeah. These twelve dollar piece of shit. Like, what are you? What are you? What are you doing with your life and your and your donut? That, that's, 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 that's what that guy that's exactly. He, he, yeah, he pulled you aside. And he whispered that in your ear, probably. <laughs> and then he also at the end of his spiel, he was like, "Happy birthday, motherfucker!" And he's like, he's like, he's like, "Hey, I mean, happy basic ass fucking birthday, <laughs> motherfucker!" <laughs> with your basic ass voodoo donuts. Good things come in pink, pink box. basic boxes. The basic hole. So, this uh, pink box became a journey of Lord of the Rings. We had to make it back to our car. God, we had to walk forever to eat these goddamn donuts. 
uh, we were making it back, and this uh, homeless person asked me, "Hey, can I have a don't? Can you spare a donut?" <laughs> this is so funny because like because homeless people talk to you all the time, like us all the time. Yeah. We walk in the like downtown. I'm like, and I had I I didn't even register what Peppy said. It's just like off the cuff immediately. He's like, "Hey, can I have a donut?" And he's, "What did you say?" <laughs> I said. Sorry, man. This is for, uh... I, oh, shit. This is for, uh... Company gathering or some shit. He's like, this is for a conference. Like, oh, yeah, this is like, for like, a roll, conference. Like, this yeah. is for a conference. Like, roll up the tongue, like, man, you're like, I know you're lying, but goddamn, that was, like, so fast. Like, I have had to deal with so many homeless people. Like, I couldn't even get pizza home if I were nice to homeless people. It's like you made your choices. I made mine. I'm I'm suffering now. <laughs> you made my, you made your choice and they are sleeping there. I made my choice. I'm about to eat a donut at yeah. two a.m. But <laughs> we all made our choices. Uh, it is two a.m. So should we open this? Yeah, yeah. You open it. Okay. So. All right. So what do you what do you speculate? What's in this? I know box? there is a singular chocolate donut in there. I think there's a chocolate donut and a whole bunch of plain donuts because that's, that's why it was not, sold. Honestly, I imagine there's one chocolate donut and the the rest of them are like on like sugar donuts, donuts. Sh- shaped out as fuck you. You shouldn't spend twelve dollars. <laughs> It's like this, like this one really mad dude that had to go grab twelve plain ass donuts because these are fun. I hate my job now. <laughs> None of these have like anything stick. There's, there's no there's, jelly or there's no cereal on this donut. Oh yeah, that's right. I forgot cereal. All right, Holy... that's not bad. No, not bad. We got there's... a powder donut. We got a glazed donut. It's glazed donuts. We have sugar donuts. Three different types oh. of chocolate donut. Yeah. Um, there's a, I kind of want to dibs that, but I... Go for it. Um, there's a maple donut, and... <laughs> pretty right. Yeah. He didn't fuck you over. He didn't fuck me over. Like, what is that? Oh, that's a stuffed donut. Okay, okay. I might go for this one. This one looks there's perfect. There's one donut. stuffed donut. Yeah. I, I don't know. I think this one, this looks like a huge Twinkie. I might go for it. A stuffed Twinkie donut. What do you think? What's in it? Nothing. <laughs> a whole bunch of dough. That is the dough of the nut. But is the dough good? It's not bad. Not bad? You know, I've heard it's people spelling. tell me that like voodoo donuts are like, even though they're popular, they're not as like, this they're is shitty. a blue something. Blue, you know what it is? Blue star donuts? Are you talking about the donut the company that's like good around here? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's blue star donuts. Hmm. When are they any good? We gotta try now. Podcast number three. As long as this one recorded, right? Yeah. Chances are one of us is really loud, the other one's really quiet. I mean, well, I haven't seen... Oh, shit. That one's probably really loud. Alright, family. For those family members listening, it is 2 or 9. I'm eating a goddamn donut right now. Good. I mean, you can tell by the silence. Well, like, people, people swear by voodoo donuts. I mean, I had their voodoo donut. It was okay. It's nothing, it was really rich. It was nothing spectacular. I mean, out of everything that they've done, their voodoo donut's the best donut, I think. In, yeah. my, in my opinion. For sure. It has a little bit of everything. But, like, 
It's a donut. Yeah. It's just a donut. <laughs> I guess. I don't want to be at that point in my life that I'm soaring up and down for a donut. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine though? Like that one that one guy that was listening right now. Because local area, we talk about Portland in it. Yeah. He was like, What are you talking about? Like, I have voodoo every morning. It's the only way to start the day. Voodoo is the best. I'm pretty sure I messed up this donut because I'm pretty sure this is a coffee donut. That's why it's so dense. Yeah, dip in your coffee. It tastes yeah. like the Debbie coffee sticks or whatever the heck they're called. This is actually what this tastes like. Dip it in your beer. (laughs) Don't do that. Yeah, I'm not going to do that. Those of you that have to complain about Pepe and his inability to dip his coffee donut, please email him at Pepe No way. Who is Peps? At gmail.com Good thing we only get 166 downloads. The goal behind it really is to get you to get rid of that email. Oh, I see. That's not going to happen. Did you use that email to to apply for graduate schools? No, I used my uh, school email. However, that's forwarded to who is Peps, right? A little bit. (laughs) A little bit? (laughs) A little bit. I get half the emails to who is Peps. My God. Alright, so Voodoo Donuts happened. Um, it was delicious. Um, would I recommend Voodoo Donuts to somebody visiting? Yes. Why? It's a tourist thing. Tourist things are fun to do for a reason. Yeah. Because you can either be like, I stood in line for Voodoo Donuts for two hours. Or you can be like, I chose not to stand in line for two by Voodoo Donuts. Could you imagine how many selfies you can take in two hours, though? I'm in front of Voodoo Donuts. Five minutes later, I'm still in line of Voodoo Donuts. You Different so angles of the signs. So many selfies. Like, oh, move forward five feet. Snap. I want to yeah. be friends with that person that does that. I don't. I don't. I feel so just wanted, though. And I'd be getting Snapchat like every five minutes. You're like, man, I'm really on demand. You're like, you're like, you're like an ABC show. You're on demand. <laughs> Want to have that friend? <laughs> All right. So let's let's segue to our our next section of this podcast. And Peppy, what 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 have you been doing this week? What games you been playing? I personally have been playing Final Fantasy Dissidia NT. Sounds amazing. Tell me about it. I don't know. It's where uh, all those Final Fantasy characters when you know and love and hate and have indifference for get together and battle for a realm that they just been summoned to and don't know what the hell is going on, but they gotta fight. Real question. Is there anybody from Final Fantasy IX? Yes, uh, that's where Zidane, right? Zidane, what does Zidane look like? He has the, he's blonde-haired, monkey tail. Yeah. Yeah, and, uh, uh, who's, uh, some guy, 
some guy in a banana hammock is the only way I can just... Okay. I never played Final Fantasy IX. Well, I played a little bit of Final Fantasy IX, but I, like, in my I head, I remember like, back nobody... in the day, you yeah. played that, and you really liked it. I liked Final Fantasy IX, but, like, I didn't like it as much as eight, and eight? I can't... I can't see Final Fantasy IX really, like, pandering to a fighting game like that. He's... He, they, they were all in there. If they fit or not, there's a... From the MMO that we played... There's a little, I don't even know what you call that race, the little teddy bear looking race. Oh yeah, the, uh, the, the, like, the, the, the moguls or whatever. It, they're, they're not moguls, but they're, uh... Koopas. Koopas. No, that's, that's the moguls. They're, like, little, they honestly look like bears with hair. It's, they're the shorter guys. Right, they're sure. not white and furry, but they have a character that's a wizard and that, and... She speaks in rhyme every time that you have a goddamn cutscene, and it's really annoying. It's like, what the fuck is this player her character doing here? You have characters that are all stoic, like Squall and Cloud, and oh, yeah. not like saying maybe like one or two words, like "I'm fine" or "Go away," <laughs> whatever, and very monotone voices. And then you have this motherfucker speaking rhymes, <laughs> really breaks my <laughs> just. Overall, yeah, oh, yeah, my immersion's been broken when this motherfucker speaking rhymes. But uh, that's a three-on-three fighting game. Seems like there are multiple genres that are trying to push this three-on-three fighting style. What's that whole esports thing, right? Yeah, it's yeah. they. I know there's a gun like just from my scope. Um, there's a Gundam game that's going for three-on-three. It seems like it flopped. I haven't heard anything I've since heard I reviewed about it, yeah. Or came out. Um, Final Fantasy's trying the same thing. Before they even released the game, they had a huge tournament with like a whole bunch of people from different esports playing the game. Don't know what happened with that. Still pre order the game because for one, it was like twenty percent off on Amazon when I bought it. And uh, it came with a hard steel book or hard steel case which she spent on the full version of the game it was uh like 43 oh, bucks you, you got yeah so hard came, steel cases no point says that they, you're buying their like deluxe edition yeah but it like came free because it's a pre-order but uh it had three different forms of like who you'll get on the case like yeah. one of them had cloud and the other one had Sephiroth and uh, Squall, and then the third one had characters I couldn't give a shit about. I'm like, I knew going into this, I'm going to get the case that has the characters I don't care about. I ended up getting that case. I like opening it, I was like, okay, this is fair. Like, I knew this was coming. So uh, I've been playing this game. The reviews for it have been pretty bad. People have been hating on it. Oh. The battle system's pretty terrible, they say. I've been oh, so having a hell of a time. It's. I mean, you've been enjoying it though, right? Yeah. I mean, it's it's a weird game. It is. Right? It doesn't strike me as a Final Fantasy game at it's all. It's not. But it takes the Final Fantasy characters and adds like a like a fighting style in it in itself as like a not. If you were to take all the Final Fantasy names out, would you say? If there was no ties to Final Fantasy at all, all right, would you say it's a good game? Oh, man, that's hard. So, if it had no ties with Final Fantasy, I probably wouldn't have pre-ordered it. Yeah. Probably wouldn't have played the beta. 
So, I would say, like, if they had characters that would strike my fancy, I guess, yeah. I would have tried it. So, so, imagine for a moment that it's the exact same game without the Final Fantasy characters. And without the Final Fantasy... What's the, the ultimate people call it again? The what? The, like, Odin and whatnot. What are they oh, called? the, the gods. The, 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 the summons, was, yeah. Yeah, if it wasn't... Without those guys, it was all that... Would you still be interested in the game? If it wasn't for... If I tried it beforehand and played it, I I would have been intrigued with it. I don't think as much. Mm-hmm. But I would have still played it. I, I do like the battle system. It kind of seems like a tug-of-war that you can really pull off some badass stuff. Yeah. It's like, there's been moments that I've carried a team and... I just feel like... Badass. Yeah, a badass. Yeah. Like, I've done some badass... Like, I... It's a matter of just dodging moves. His... It's a whole... Like, you build up a gauge by doing a certain attack, and other people's attack can take away from that gauge, and that gauge determines if you can kill someone or not, or, like, faint them, I guess, if we're no. using... PC terms. <laughs> PC term. that, that's more of like a, a, a you didn't Asian, die. You just fainted. It's an Asian, like an Asian video game thing. Like, yeah, you, fight, you don't die. Yeah, and then there was people out there resummon, but the overall is that each like each team has three lives. No matter who faints in the round, like you only have three times to revive. You know what's really interesting about that is like I've been playing a lot of Monster Hunter and that's how that works. When you play multiple players you have three feints as a team and yeah. when you faint for the third time you all lose. Yeah. It's interesting. Like, yeah. I guess that's just the whole like Asian Yeah. It's like it's, like, it's game team, system. It's team accountability as opposed to like oh I can die three times before I really punish my team. It's yeah. like you know we have three deaths. Yeah. So you have somebody that's just dragging you down it's like yeah, it's like, this guy's open. died twice now. Come on, like, go stand over there. We'll yeah, we'll go defend eat, you. Go eat glue in the corner while, like, the adults figure this out. Yeah. Don't touch any crystals that can bring attention to you. Just just stand in the corner. The amazing thing about this game, though, is that, like, if you have a well-aware team, they will find the weakest link of the team and just hunt them, which yeah. is... Like, when I've I've had to rank up, and when I get to those higher ranks, if I'm the lower rank, they will automatically start off all targeting me yeah. until I can prove myself as I can hold my own. Then they'll start diverging, going for crystals, which go for summons, or go for other guys that they might think are weak. And it's, it's an interesting dy- dynamic there. And you have to... The only thing that really sucks about it is the targeting system because you have this really weird it targeting system. It's, it's very like locked on. Yeah, you have you're locked onto one target. And that's where you're going to fly to because there's flying in this game. Like, and it's very focused on that. And switching between targets is really hard. And they also have like an almost capture the flag mode where you have to lock onto the target. Yeah. That's like the main objective. And it's hard to lock on to that because you have to hold down the trigger, you have to hold down the right trigger, determining on what Jesus. view you're looking on it. And I, I went through the whole training session and still was lost in it. So that game mode lost among me. But yeah. playing the single player where you unlock cutscenes, that's okay. I play the online anyways. I feel like it's going to die down at some point. But uh, play the online, unlock these 
currencies that unlock the cutscenes, and then certain cutscenes will let you to allow you to play certain matches, and then there's matches where you're versing summons, which those are really badass. They're challenging as all hell. It's like a game. It, it kind of reminds me of playing like Super Mario Bros. as a kid, just hating my life, like wanting to beat Bowser but not all, being able to. Yeah. It came down to like. Okay, I need to do something in the Princess in the Other Kingdom. Because, like, I. Princess in the Other Kingdom. <laughs> I had this match where I'm versing um, Ramoth or whatever his name is, the Lightning God. I finally beat him. I'm like, fuck you, Ramoth. I'm going to verse a three on three. I'm going to dominate those two people, or those three people I'm about to verse. And then I get into the match, and now I'm versing Odin, and I've been stuck on Odin ever since because. He's throwing spears, he's slinging swords, he's just running amok on the place with his goddamn horse, and I just can't can't get the best of him. I've almost done it multiple times, but I'm with CPUs, and fuck that shit. So, that's that's Dissidia. I like it, I enjoy it a lot. I know the player base isn't going to be there, but I enjoy it for what it is that's, right now. That's important, though, is like that you enjoy it. Yeah, yeah, it's a good time for right now. Uh, what, what have you been playing? So... As I, I, oh my god, this, this sensitive subject. So as we, as we discussed, I believe on our last, our last podcast is I play a lot of Heroes of the Storm. Yeah. Um, I love that game. I love Blizzard, and I want that to be the best MOBA ever made. And I'm not proud of what I'm about to say, but I went. I played thirty games. I played 30 games. I won five of them. I went on the worst losing streak of my of my life in anything ever. I went five out of 30 games. Five out five and 25. It was insane. Um, I tr- I have a friend that started playing Heroes, and. It's just not a game you can carry somebody else in. Maybe, maybe you can. Maybe somebody can. But I can't. I can't just carry somebody. So from this are playing, and like he's not the best because he's learning. So I've been losing a lot. So I decided, all right, here's the storm of the PvP game. I get tilted really easily with long losing streaks. I need to play a PvE game. So. The first thing I played was Warframe, which was okay. It's a grindy game. You build your Warframes. I had fun. It's like Diablo, but building Warframes. However, then I started playing, most importantly, and the focus of this is Monster Hunter. Monster Hunter is a new, like, Japanese title that came out where basically you take a mission, you go out, you haunt a monster, you kill it, and then you get means to make more armor to make you better to kill more monsters. Um, They have a story which is pretty okay to kind of push that along. Um, but it's basically, you go out and you learn about monsters. So what's fascinating to me is like, I like this game, to start. Like, don't get me wrong. But what I want to say is like, I, I looked at reviews before before starting this game. I looked into what other people were saying, and I'm like, this game's amazing. Like, they're like, this is the best game ever. Like, we love this game. Um, everything was positive. 100% positive. And... I feel like every time I play in there, like, I just have negatives to take away. Like, like I, I remember, like, reading reviews. They're like, oh, I can just, like, watch this one animal for, like, hours to find out its habits. 
like to find out what it does, like yeah. what it interacts with, like who it fights, what it eats. I watched that one animal for hours, and it goes in the same fucking loop, doing the same fucking thing, and it doesn't do anything until I interact with it. Yeah. So, like, I feel like those, like, reviewers were just full of shit, which they might have been, because they were from, like, like, GameSpot, or, like, IGN, or, like, big video game companies. Like, they, they may have been paid to make it more than it is, and that's, like, it just, it felt like nothing more than anything else. Like, I'm follow, following this badass-looking creature, right? Yeah. And I'm not interfering with it whatsoever, but I followed it, and I followed it for a long time. And it went through the same loop, and I think it shit in the same spot, and it, it like, yelled at the same wall. Yeah. Both times. But that was it. There's nothing interactive about it. And, like, and I did that with a few other creatures, like, in the game. Um, so it was a little kind of, like, disheartened by that. It's like, oh, it's like, oh, if you follow it, it's just going to do the same loop thing. Like, whatever. Not a big deal. The combat in itself is interesting where, as you beat this creature de- to death, it it, it it changes visually a little bit depending on what you did. And it responds differently, like more aggressive as if you were to be beating an animal into a corner, how it would fight back. Um, <laughs> right? Um, so it's dark. It, yeah, it's, it is dark, but like... It's cool in that sense that, like, you have that feedback throughout the course of the fight. Yeah. I enjoy it as a dungeon crawler type thing with friends. But I don't think it's, like, the next Dark Souls, like, really hard game where you have to calculate everything you're doing in order to beat this monster. I need to roll at the right time, to slash at the right time, to jump on its back at the right time. It's just, it's more of a hit it as much as you can without getting hit type thing. Yeah. But... For what it is, it's a lot of fun. I don't agree with AAA ty- like AAA re- like reviewers that are like, oh, it's the best. Like it's super great. I think it's okay. Um, the replayability I think will go away as soon as I get done with fighting all the creatures. But at the same time, I I've hit this point in my gaming career where like I don't care to farm all the best gear. Yeah, I, 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 I don't care at all. Like, I used to play WoW for hours, like, and I used to prep, like, prepare for, like, one day a week where I would go raid against the biggest boss available in WoW because I might get a gear upgrade. But now it's like, eh, I don't care about that anymore. So, I'm basically, I'm doing a PvE game that's easy as hell to do. To step away from the fact that I played a PV, PvE being player versus environment, which means me versus the computer. Yeah. As opposed to the PvP games I'm normally playing, which is players versus other players. Um, I'm stepping away from... Because I feel like I'm not having fun being on that massive losing streak. Yeah. I went on a tangent there. I do like Monster Hunter Worlds. However, I don't think it's as amazing as everybody says it is. Yeah. What do you think about the like major websites reviewing games like i kind of feel like we've gotten to a point that they're selling i think think it's like i think it's like obama going on to cnn or trump going on to fox news they're gonna give them softballs yeah like it's easy to look well on those sites because you represent what they want to represent yeah like like GameSpot wants you to enjoy a game that sponsors them. And yeah. They sponsor you. They get all sorts of advertisements yeah, yeah. on their websites. Yeah. So like it's it's they're getting money out. Yeah. It's very it's very like 
I don't know, incestual in that sense. And, like, there's there, there's huge hiccups on the way with Monster Hunter. Like, the matchmaking is god-fucking-awful. It might as well be a single-player game unless I want to play with random people. I want to play a lot with friends? Fuck myself. Like, it's not going to happen. And it's not... Yeah. Like, it, 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 it can happen, but it's not going to be easy. Like, it's going to take hours to... Not hours, it's going to take a long time to figure out. And, yeah. And I don't know if that's because, like, we're incompetent. Or the system's not intuitive. I, I err on the side that it's not very intuitive. Well, from what I've heard from the reviews that aren't the big websites is that it's a Japanese game that's been trying to make it more American. Yeah. So it's like a balance in between. So maybe it's that Japanese matchmaking with... So maybe that's why it's not so intuitive. But yeah. I don't know. Like, I... With Capcom, I played... Uh, Lost Planet when it first came out it was such weird matchmaking in that, but it was such an amazing game. Like, it's, it's rough how, like, I mean, it's not fair. It's not fair at all because, like, the quality of life things when it comes to multiplayer is super important to us, yeah. right? Like, being able to, I want to drop in on my friend and I want to play with my friend is more important than the story that you're giving to me. But, like, that's, that's where gaming is right now. Like you need to accommodate for that in like the Western market. Yeah. In the, like the Eastern market, like they don't give a shit. Like I don't, I don't have to play with you. Yeah. Um, these the Eastern gaming market is so different than Western, but like we have this like idea of what we what we're expecting when a game launches without it, it's just, it's just not complete to us. Um, it's interesting. Yeah. Um, which is a crutch maybe. But when I observing esports from like living in China, it was very much. What's that? Is that your dog? That's my dog. Is your dog crying over there? Yeah. Oh, you you sleeping? Keep on talking. Oh, your dog's sorry. Yeah. Um, Peppy's dog is whimpering a little bit for whatever reason. I was just talking about how like when you're in when you're in. Like watching and observing esports, and like from like an Eastern standpoint, they. <laughs> it's done crying now. <laughs> or like not even esports, as much as video games. Like it's less team oriented and more centric. Yeah. That's more of a instant me time type thing, which is a difference in philosophy, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Like, uh, what would be the best matchmaking that you've ever had? Honestly, I think that there will never be the best matchmaking. Like, I, I think that, like, I, I play a lot of Heroes of the Storm, and it's based off of win-loss ratios. When you win more, you do better. When you lose more, you do worse. But, like, I've played, like, Overwatch, for example, and, like, people have hated and loved their matchmaking, matchmaking system, where, like, it looks at if you're playing a support character, if you did what a support should do, you do better. Yeah. So you could lose the game and still do well when it comes to ranking or you can win and still do bad because you didn't do what your character was supposed to do so it's just like when it comes to ranking systems there is no good answer i think your best bet is if your team won you did well if your team lost you did bad and everybody that can hear that that is garris taking a big old lick out of the the water bowl he's got a problem all right yeah, 
Um, I honestly can't think of best matchmaking system I've had. Like, I I guess nothing's really set that far. <laughs> I know. Lap it up. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Now that uh, dog's going nuts with water, I we might have to close it out. I think it's a good time to close it. Actually, now that we're allowed in water. Yeah. Um. I don't know how we ended our first one or second one actually. Oh man. Um. We can't just leave it on a cliffhanger. Like, what what can we do to just? <laughs> I am so distracted by him just slurping up water. So much. I was listening. I listen to this podcast every so often. Yeah. Um. It's called. It, ironically, it's the worst name ever. It's it's travel like a boss is the name of the podcast, and I'm obsessed with this podcast not because I like what he's. He he's a drop shipper, so basically he sells things in America from yeah. other countries. But like, what I like about his podcast is he talks to other people about what they're doing abroad to be like a digital nomad where like they're making a living while traveling so like i'm not fascinated because that's something that like i really like that's something that i would really like to do um like i kind of have done in the past and like would like to explore more however i was listening to his newest podcast and in the background you can just hear this bird chirping the whole time and then eventually he's just like yeah we're at such a house and he has an exotic bird because he lives in asia so you want like he's a it's a thing and it's like, like Garrus is our exotic bird. Is our... <laughs> Endure it. He is amazing. <laughs> um, checking out his kennel right now. I think the best way to end this is this was a very impromptu podcast. So yeah, enjoy, we forced like, letting it. you guys into our evening here to join us with Peppy and I after Peppy's birthday evening. Yeah, what what should we even call this podcast? Did you take away any quotes or anything? Oh my god, not at all. Oh man, that's that's rough. Lapping it up. Lapping it up. I I don't know. We're going to maybe have to listen through this one. We'll have to listen to it and figure it out. And you, listeners, know the name of this podcast. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening this evening. I apologize for any form of rambling that myself or my co-host here peppy have made you endure but thank you so much for listening we have been aardvark and done my name is devin this is peppy and i just realized how we end this we're aardvark and done we are aardvark and done so that means we're done have a great evening you too <laughs>